I am very quickly changing my stance on the reality of pregnancy brain. Because of how I've been acting. <laughs> because of yesterday, Callie and I were both running errands at the same time, and she had an hour to kill before her doctor's appointment. It's like the awkward hour where it doesn't make sense to go home yeah. and do anything, and you can't really get anything done. And normally I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to the mall or something, but we're not doing that. So... I was texting we go, Jeff and we're like, we hey, go, we'll meet in a parking lot. Yeah. And I had the dogs with me. So I was out running errands. They were getting their nails trimmed. And I go to the parking lot where Callie is supposed to be. I said, just go find a spot in the shade. I'll come up there and meet you. So I drive through the, the Starbucks parking lot. Not there. I go up on the hill. I look in the public's parking lot. You're not there. I drive around that little strip mall. You're not there. Like, what the heck? And I grab my phone. And what did it say? One missed call from Callie Dollar. Because you forgot. No, I didn't forget. So, and I feel like here's my problem with saying that this is pregnancy brain is because I literally have diagnosed ADHD and I can't take meds right now. So this you have to an, me. I have never known you on ADHD meds though. I know, but this to me is just, okay, so here's what I did. So I made a doctor's appointment and I put it, I put the time in my phone. Now. I couldn't remember. I remember having the thought when I made the appointment, you should put the time that you're supposed to arrive in the appointment. The what other time would you put in there? Well, if you're going to a new doctor, they're like arrive 45 minutes. And she said on the phone, we're going to have you arrive extra early. You'll check in. You'll do this. There's all the stuff to do. So make sure that you're early. And she gave me a specific time in which to check in. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had the thought you should write down your check in time because that's the time you'll show up thinking I could outsmart myself. Well, yesterday comes day of my appointment and I'm like, OK, now did I write down the time I'm supposed to be oh there, like gosh. the fake time? Or did I write the real time? Keep in mind, another layer to this is I'm also an assistant. So, um, and Robin is chronically late. So everything I put in her calendar, I fake the time of because I know she's going to be late. Okay. May I um, point of order, please? Could the bench recognize me? Yes. For a point of order? Um, okay. So you, you couldn't remember what time you were supposed to be there. Okay. So you had to leave early. We never met up. Right. What was the very first text message you sent to me yesterday? What was that noise? Sorry, that was a gargle <laughs> in my throat. <laughs> uh, this show is starting swimmingly. What was the text that I sent you? Oh, the text that I sent you was, oh, FYI, my two doctor's appointments are today, not tomorrow, like I thought. Yeah. So pregnancy brain, <laughs> in my opinion, is very real. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that in the windstorm we had the night before last, uh, the giant tree branch didn't land on our house and just landed harmlessly in the backyard. I'm also glad it didn't land on one of our dogs. Hey, yeah. What's funny about this giant tree branch in the middle of the yard is it totally throws off their routine because they always run down the back steps and just make a beeline for this tree where I think there's probably a bunch of squirrels hanging out. 
and the branch is right in between the back steps and the tree, and it throws him off completely. Yeah, like Lily usually gets a running start and then darts <laughs> diagonally in like the same path every single day. And it was like this tree branch took f- up maybe like a fifth of the yard, and yeah. she couldn't figure out like how she was going to do her run and jump. Yeah. Thing. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my car. It's another one of those days. I was just sitting around. I was driving yesterday. I was sitting in a stoplight thinking, it's pretty cool that I can drive wherever I want. Okay. So yesterday was a bit of a roller coaster day. We had good stuff and we had bad stuff. Which should we address first? I think we do the bad first so we can end on the upside. Okay. Well, I have an upside to the bad stuff. But I think you do the bad stuff. Then you do your upside. Then you do the good stuff. So we end on like a super high. Okay. Uh I am really, really frustrated and upset because travel between Georgia and New York is now because of the high instances of coronavirus in in the state of Georgia. uh, There is now a 14 day quarantine if you could travel into New York state. And this is upsetting to me because we were going to go visit my dad this month. Um, He is his birthday is this weekend. He, it'll be his first birthday in over 40 years without my mom. Uh, my greatest memories are celebrating his birthday with him. His birthday is the 5th of July. So we would always do a, a 4th of a, July celebration with dad's birthday. Yeah. And, yeah. And 4th of July has always been my favorite holiday because of the celebration that's around the whole thing. And so Callie and I found an RV and in a week or so we were going to drive up to New York and surprise my dad. And we were going to bring the dogs and we we're just going to pull this. It's going to be a family adventure. Yeah. And like the Griswolds, Jeff likes to say. Now we can't do it. And we can't do it because the virus has spread so much in the state of Georgia. And I am frustrated because I believe strongly that masks would very much stop or slow the spread. And I am very frustrated that there are still people adamant that they will not wear masks. It's Mm -hmm. just really, really frustrating to me. Yeah. Because, and you know, and, and, and here's the upside because I, I hope that, I mean, I don't want to make anybody never listen to this show again, but I'm just in a place that if you are somebody who refuses to wear a mask, um, I, am not fond of you right now because it I've done the research and just, it just, just wear a mask. Like it cuts down the transmission of the disease. It's been proven in communities and in countries where they have done it. Every notable medical professional says wear a mask. And I just get really frustrated that there are people adamant that they won't. And I know because I talked about this on my Instagram yesterday, I know that there are going to be some people who say, uh, well, uh, I'm not going to live in fear. Well, I don't believe you. Because unless you're lighting a cigarette while you're putting gas in your car that doesn't have working brakes, you know, after you just took a shower with a plugged in toaster, like, yeah, you do live in fear because you don't. Like right. You're getting your car fixed. You're getting your, right. yeah, you're maintaining everything. Exactly. So that's number one. Then there's people who are like, well, what about the protesters? And okay. There were large gatherings 
of protesters and 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 counter protesters and every I get it. But just because they did that doesn't excuse you from doing what you could do. Right. You know what I'm saying? From doing your part. Yeah. So we don't have to make this about the politics. We don't have to make this about the media. We don't have to make this about whether the protest contributed to it or not. Let's just make it about common sense. When you cough, you cover your mouth. When you sneeze, you cover your nose. When you go out in public right now, when there's a disease that could be spread before you even know that you have the disease, cover your mouth and nose. That's it. Yeah. It helps. And it's really frustrating. So the upside is if you are a person who doesn't know anyone that's been personally impacted by something coronavirusy, now you do. And I'm asking you as a favor to please wear a mask because it would be really cool if we could stop this quickly. And presumably, if you're listening to the show, you are friends of mine and friends of Jeff's and you'll love Jeff and it's important to him and affecting him personally. So yeah, you do have a friend that it impacts. And so let's all do this together. Like it's not, nobody's trying to take away your rights. Nobody's going to make you wear a mask after this thing is gone. Nobody is trying to make you sick. And uh, you know what? And I do uh, believe that there are people out there who have physical or mental issues that make wearing a mask difficult. Mm -hmm. I believe there are people who get claustrophobia and anxiety with a mask over their face. Let's say there's five out of a hundred. Okay. And then let's say there's five out of a hundred who are just stubborn and refuse to do it. Or maybe their religion prevents it or there's something so drastic. They just can't do it. Great. If everybody else does it, we're still at 90%. Right. That's huge. Yeah. So Let's let the people who physically or mentally can't do it, not do it. And everybody else does it. Yeah. So anyways, I'm so off. That my- was a sad part of the, that was a sad part of the day. And it was a super, it was just super such a bummer in our house. I mean, it's a, it's a huge deal for us right now. It's a huge deal for us to see Jeff's dad and um, to spend time with him and, you know, for him to be a part of the pregnancy and us to spend time with his birth. It's just a big deal. So that was a super, super punch to the gut yesterday. And that was late morning. I think when I learned that, so that was that, but then the day got nothing but better. I had a baby appointment and, um, with a specialist and nothing is wrong. It's just that apparently as I found out by seeing the words myself and I immediately texted it to Jeff, what word was on my paperwork? It was it, it was either elderly or geriatric. 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 Yes. I have a geriatric pregnancy or I am geriatric or whatever. The word was there. It's the only word on the page I could see. Um, I'm 34. I got a ton of messages asking me how old I was. I'm 34. I'll be 35 in February. But the, the upside of the that ger- is the geriatric pregnancy is officially at age 35, right? But yes, but I am towing the line because the baby's going to be born in November and I turn 35 in February, early February. So, you know, they're just well, being extra cautious. And I think because of the miscarriage, they're keeping an extra eye on you also. Right. So, which I appreciate. And that's like, Upside, if you are ever um, either have a pregnancy where you're told you have to go to a specialist or you have someone carrying your child that has to go to a specialist, let me tell you, it is not scary. It is like VIP baby treatment because they get to see so much stuff. They do extra studying, like even more than normal doctors do to like 
really know a lot about what they're looking at and they know so much. So you get extra treatment when you're old AF. We saw, <laughs> we saw, um, Callie brought it home and showed it to me on her phone because they'd sent her some, some pictures, some mm -hmm. images, but like we saw like little feet and little hands and, uh, a, a weird head because it's still not shaped right. <laughs> um, which if I, if I hadn't already done the research, I'd be totally freaked out by, but we saw the head and uh, like the little arms and everything. So that, that felt really good to get that good, you know, reassurance. Yeah. And it's totally good. Baby is so healthy. And as you can imagine, that is such a relief to hear anytime, but, um, especially following a miscarriage, you're always a little worried, um, that something's going to happen. And so far she's just doing so great. So we're overwhelmed with gratitude at that appointment. And then got news. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you, did I cut you off? No. Oh, okay. And then we got news uh, just a few minutes before we started recording this, that this show that you're listening to right now, The Upside with Callie and Jeff Dollar will be number one in Podcast Magazine's July edition. Yay! And it's thanks to you because it's fan voted. Yes. And uh, I hate, and this is so, like for somebody who worked in radio for as long as I did, like I hate asking for help with stuff like that, but- it just became this thing because we had been in the top five for every month since the magazine was introduced. It came out like in March and the March one we weren't in, but, but once you could start voting, we were in the top five, thanks to y'all every month. And I'm like, how do we just get to number one and y'all cast enough votes that we were number one? Jeff has kind of been doing some like podcast mentoring kind of stuff like helping people, a couple people that he knows that he super believes in start their own shows and kind of walk them through what he did. And I think they're both former, they're both radio people, right? So they're going through pretty much exactly what you yeah. went through. Kramer has been on our show brainstorming his show, Certified Mama's Boy, that he does with his mom, Nancy. And same story as I have got fired uh, was hesitant about podcasting, launched it, is, and, it, and it's taken off. So he was number 15 on the list. Awesome. And then there is a woman named Kim Fitz, who I met a million years ago when I first moved to Atlanta. She was an intern at Q100. And uh, I think she started working part-time there while I was there. But that's how I met her. And we've just stayed in super casual uh, a touch over the past, you know, 10 or 15 years. She wanted to start a podcast uh, called Trails and Testimonies, where she would uh, go on a walk in the woods with people who have found religion. I think, mm -hmm. that, I think that's what a testimony is. I'm not sure. But uh, she's number 43 on the list. That's awesome. And part of me, like I'm not saying that on their own, those shows aren't great because they both are, are really, really terrific. But part of me knows that y'all, that upsiders who may have found trails and testimonies through me or found Certified Mama's Boy through this show helped push them forward. And that makes me even more proud to be part of this community. Jeff loves to, well, we talk about this on the show all the time. He loves to help and he loves to help other people. And you're really an open book until you're not like 
<laughs> Jeff will help anybody until something bad happens. And then you're like, okay, and I'm done. Like, then he goes back into his little shell. But um, we, you know, there are going to be some other shows that we're talking about working with and Jeff's going to be starting mentoring them. So as we kind of do that and um, we'll keep you in the loop and Jeff will tell you when he thinks there's some like unbelievable talent and some podcasts that you have to have to listen to that um, you're going to love that maybe you would have never heard about before. I want to now work with 50 shows. So the entire list is Jeff Dollar's podcast. I have my fingerprints on everyone. So, (laughs) uh, so that's how the night ended. So it started out rough with the, with the New York trip. Uh, It got so much better with the baby stuff. And then icing on the cake was the, number one on podcast magazines, hot list. So thank you for that. Katy Perry has been in the headlines this week. She did an interview, um, that came out and have you read this? Have you seen the transcript of her interview or I I haven't seen the interview, but I know that she found herself in a really, really dark place and then used one of our favorite things to get out of it. Yeah. So, um, and that wasn't much of a tease because we all know what our favorite thing is. Thing is. Brownies. But, and then she she ate a lot of brownies <laughs> and then it was weird. It just like snapped her life into place. Banana pudding. <laughs> um, it's funny because Jeff and I had two different takeaways of what was important to note about this, which is why I love when we get to talk stuff out. But basically what she said is she and Orlando Bloom now are together and expecting a baby. But there was a point where they broke up and then the there was an album that she was working on that it didn't flop by like you and I in a way that you and I would say, oh yeah, that totally is embarrassing for her. But it didn't meet, I guess, like the ratings expectation that she thought she was going to get. She thought she would sell like a million, but she only sold 750,000. Yeah, and I don't know the specifics of it, but she was like, I felt so let down and so defeated. And I think that um, what I took away, and then basically the story is that she said that gratitude, focusing on gratitude kind of saved her life because she was in that bad of a situation. And what I took from it is it was a nice reminder to know that it doesn't matter how much money someone has or how successful someone is, or even that we could see what she thought didn't meet standards for her album and think, wow, that was really great. Or I saw her do this and she's so successful and beautiful and amazing. And she has a perfect life and she's, you know, but she was in a really dark place. So for me, it's a good reminder that one, you don't know ever what someone is going through, no matter what it looks like from the outside or even what people are saying like, Oh yeah, this album hit this. Well, if it didn't hit her standards, there's this internal really feeling of maybe embarrassment, shame and letdown and maybe a feeling that you're failing. Even if it's not shame and letdown because nobody might've known that, but it's your own, your nobody is a worse critic of you than you. Right. So there might not have been any public shame involved. She could have, she could have been getting praise from every direction, 360 degrees around her. But in the center is her going, you suck. And no voices ever louder than that, which is terrible. Right. And I remember um, someone said to me years ago, and I'll never forget this comment. And we talked about it a while and like worked it out on Instagram. But someone said to me, how could you possibly think your life is hard when you have whatever and put a materialistic object in that space. And I think whatever you're struggling with can be what you identify in others. Like if you're struggling financially right now, I think it's easy to look at someone who's not financially struggling and say, oh, they haven't made. And that's not always the case just because 
they're secure currently in their financial situation doesn't mean they can't feel depressed, doesn't mean they might be not suicidal, doesn't mean that they might not be feeling shame, loneliness, guilt, and like they're a letdown. So that to me was the takeaway because it's always a nice reminder that you really don't know what someone else is going through. And just because their level of success and your level of success aren't the same, doesn't mean that they can't feel some sort of depression or, or let down. I loved the part about it was uh, where she said that when she's having a really terrible day and feels like crap, she just out loud marches around her house almost in an angry voice and says, I'm grateful for and just says out loud stuff that she's grateful for because it shifts her brain so quickly to a spirit of gratitude. And, you know, the show, we are all about the gratitude. So uh, if it's good enough for Katy Perry, it's good enough for us. That's true. That's what I say. We want to thank our advertisers for keeping the show going and being such a huge part of the show. We are so grateful for them. But first, our quote of the day. Successful people never asked for permission to be successful. I was a paying customer of Third Love before they were an advertiser, and I wanted them so badly to partner with The Upside because I believe in this brand so much. Here's why. I never thought I could find a great fitting bra online. It was so foreign to me to not have to go into a store and then talk to someone and try on a million things and see what fit. It was a whole experience, right? Like usually at least an hour long. So I didn't know how a company could take that experience, put it online and make it actually work. But Third Love has figured it out. They have a Fit Finder quiz that you'll take and it'll ask you the most subtle questions about your current bra and then send you what your correct size is. Now they also have half sizes. And as it turns out, I was a half size off. Um, And so the bras that I have now from Third Love fit so well. They are my everyday bra. And I personally love the classic t-shirt bra. It is super comfortable. And I got rid of all of my old bras to replace them with Third Love. Right now, you can get 15% off your next order by going to thirdlove.com slash upside. Again, that's 15% off of your first order by going to thirdlove.com slash upside. You don't have to take my word for it. You can let the words of a Lightstream customer convince you to become a Lightstream customer. They write, finding out about Lightstream could not have come at a better time. I've been trying to consolidate my debt for a few months. I felt like I reached a dead end. I was listening to the podcast one morning. I heard the ad. Everything sounded too good to be true. But at that point, I had nothing to lose. Ultimately, it was true. It was so easy, so quick, and so convenient. I wish I would have found out about Lightstream sooner. 1,000% recommend it to everybody. Lightstream can consolidate your high-interest credit card debt into one lower-interest loan. You could save thousands. Rates start at 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit in the application. 100% online. You get your money the same day. Listeners, apply for a special interest rate discount at lightstream.com slash upside. The only way to get the discount, lightstream.com slash upside. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval includes a 0.5% auto pay discount terms and conditions. Apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. If you check out the brand Rothy's, you are immediately going to recognize their shoes, especially the loafers. They're a celebrity favorite. And I saw them everywhere and then was like, I got to get my hands on some of these shoes. And when I went to the Rothy's website, I was super 
excited about the brand because of what they offer. And that is they make these shoes, which by the way, are super comfortable. Cali approved. I've worn them on an eight hour workday. They're the most comfortable flats. Um, but they make them out of recycled water bottles that otherwise would have wound up in landfills. So you can feel good about your purchase and that it's putting something good into the world. They have also added sandals. They have added bags. So you want to go check out their site and look at all the new offerings. If it's been a while since you've been to their site, I love these shoes. I wear them all the time. They are definitely Cali approved and you are going to love them too. Check out rothys.com slash upside style and sustainability meet to create your new favorite shoes. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Before I get into our three random things for today, Callie, can I tell you why I'm proud of you? Sure. We got a snarky message and which, <laughs> which, uh, is water off like my back. Like, I don't care. Like water off a duck's back, whatever that phrase is. I'm like, eh, whatever. But sometimes Callie uh, takes it really personally. She sometimes doesn't even want to see him, but she responded back in the same way that I would. And it was great. Well, here's the thing is it must've just caught you in a perfect mood. Cause I was so proud of your response. No, here's what it is. There are things that I am insecure about, right? We all have insecurities. The one thing that I am in no way, shape or form insecure about is my hair. I love my hair. It's my thing. I it's all over my Instagram extensions, no extensions, whatever. I love my big, thick, awesome hair. It's been my favorite part of myself for as long as I can remember. Right. So I'm not even a little bit insecure. So come at me about my hair and I will laugh in your face because that's how much I love it. Somebody sent a comment and said, I can't believe that you, that, um, with Callie's long hair, uh, what did it say? You preach authenticity, why, but why isn't she being real about her hair and that she has Everybody extensions? knows she has extensions. And I'm like, first of all, what I wanted, what I was, th I was thinking three things. First of all, it's not like I hide it. I parade it around. It's awesome because I love my hair and I don't have extensions in currently, but when I did, I paraded it around. I actually had to tell Callie once to stop telling people about her extensions because they would say to her. Like in Publix or something. Yeah. Somebody would say, like be in line, like behind her and say, I'm sorry, but you have really beautiful hair. And then Callie would go, oh, thank you. But it's not mine. And then like. I would open my hair. I'm like, you want to touch it? <laughs> just and, like, stop doing that. And I'm like, just take the compliment. So she never hid the fact that she had extensions. Number one. Number two, uh, she hasn't had them since like the first week of April. Number three, um, I, and I will say this for whoever needs to hear it. Your authentic self doesn't have to be an unmodified person. Like if your best self is head to toe tattoos, you go on with your bad self. If you get Botox, which is I do not right now, but I usually do. Um, that's authentic to me. Hair extensions are authentic to me and it makes me my best self. And guess who I do it for me? Cause when I walk out of the door, I feel good about myself. So anyways, and the last thing is it was full of some art pick me up this week. What she was responding to was the amazing story about Austin and all the cool stuff he got to do today. I'm like, girl, bye. Goodbye. Read the pick me up. You need to pick me up. All right. Uh, here are my three random things for today. Number one, employees at Balmoral Castle, which is where the queen goes uh, for holidays 
throughout the year, um, have asked people or publicly asking people to stop using that spot as an outdoor toilet. Oh. Now, the reason they know this is happening is because they're finding uh, wet wipes in the bushes and in the garden. To me, this story is interesting on two levels. Um, One, are British people so proper that they travel with wet wipes? Right, like you're not just peeing in a bush. You're actually like peeing in a bush and then wiping. Yeah. Like, are you traveling with wet wipes for that purpose? And um, two, I was like, oh, my gosh, what did the queen do? And uh, it has nothing to do with the queen. It has to do with the fact that that's a really popular tourist destination but public toilets are closed right now in Great Britain because of COVID. Mm. So there's no toilets around there. And then part three that really fascinated me was the thought of somebody having to inform somebody that people are are using the loo outside in a British accent. The loo, nice, mm-hmm. nice work, nice vocab. Miss what's what would you call it, sir? What would the butler? What's the guy who runs the castle? What's his name in Downton Abbey? What would his name be? Carson. Carson, I just want to let you know that people are going potty all over the Belmore cattle grounds. I found wet wipes. I wish you could see our dog Lily right now because she was in a full on nap and she heard Jeff's weird voice and like perked up and was like, what is that coming out of his mouth? Quarantine snacks could be making you break out. Um, A study from France where they um, interviewed almost 25,000 people uh, found that a common complaint was adult acne. And what these 25,000 people had in common is that their fatty and sugary uh, treats have gone up during quarantine. So if you are trying to have clearer skin and uh, you're quarantining, maybe look at what snacks you're having. Uh, Number three... The most popular dog in America is the Labrador Retriever. They've won the National Obedience Championship for the last several years. Um, They're eager to please. They're easy to train. Uh, Lab pups have great personality and then some, plus they're sociable and playful. So uh, America's most popular dog, the Labrador Retriever. I feel like that's pretty like standard. Yeah. It's like a Cocker Spaniel, right? Isn't that like an all-American dog? No, Cocker Spaniels are mean. They are? Well, I say that because I got attacked by one. Mm. So they're the one that I met was <laughs> So now. But I will not judge a breed by its singular. No, I think the all I think all American people are like labs, golden retrievers. Ah. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. If you are unaware, it is July. Were you aware of that? And do we have a new show close? Because you know you're going to get asked that if you have not already. We do have a new show close. And uh, I don't think I have fully processed that today is July 1st. I When I say that May, June, like flown it, by. It feels like March 80 Blanth. It's a made up number that happens <laughs> 90 days into the month of March. Because it's weird because New Year's feels like eons ago. Yep. Eons ago. That's the right word, I think. Yes. But the past couple months seems like it's just flown by. Like, I feel like I was just wearing sweaters. Yeah. So anyways, it's July 1st. uh, So we do have a new 
show close. If you're not familiar with that, we bring a new show close to the show every single month, and it runs at the end of the voicemails that close out every episode of The Upside. So enjoy this month's new show close, and welcome to the second half of 2020. Hey, it's Christy. Today, I am thankful for Bath and Body Works soap. OMG, it smells amazing. Anyway, Callie, thank you for telling me about the Unsolved Mysteries coming up. I was so stinking excited. My, like, 90s kid was coming back out, and I go home, and me and my husband are sitting down at dinner, and I was like, babe, Unsolved Mysteries is coming back. And he was like, what's that? (gasps) How have you been living this life? I seriously about fell out of my chair. And he looked at me like I was creeper. So then he found it on Netflix. Girl, I am so excited about tomorrow. It is June 1st. And we're about to unsolve mystery binge watch. And I'm so excited. Have you seen the previews? It looks so, so good. Ugh, I can't wait. All right. I've had way too much coffee this morning. But I just wanted to tell you thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. You know, in the days when you wash your sheets and you make your bed and then you remember just before you climb into bed that the sheets are brand new, clean, crisp, smelling like the fabric softener. Oh, it's so good, right? Well, imagine that times 100 if you're a Brooklinen sheet owner. Brooklinen sheets truly get softer after every washing. So when they come out of the dryer and they go on the bed, your experience that night is even more blissful. Brooklinen sheets are the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers and directly with customers, no middlemen, great prices, great product, and they've got 50,000 five-star reviews and counting for that reason. Brooklyn and Sheets are the perfect place to start you making your mornings great. Brooklyn is so confident in their product that all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. You can get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code UPSIDE at brooklinen.com. That's 10% off and free shipping using the code UPSIDE at B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. All right, Kelly and Jeff, I just stopped my workout because there's a baby shark. All right, so I have an almost two-year-old. So the show is based off, it's a, it's a Korean educational uh, program called Pink Fong. Pink Fong. And they have so many songs. There are baby T-Rexes, baby kittens. But they also have, like, dinosaurs. Look up the dinosaur ABCs. Uh, My son is mesmerized by every single song on that YouTube channel. So check it out, and I'm sure it'll be a part of your life with your new little one. Uh, Thanks, guys. Great show. Awesome work. Hey, this is Claire, and I had a story that went with your podcast where you were talking about how the Great Depression generation hid a lot of money in their house because they didn't trust the banks. So my grandparents lived in New Orleans, as did I during Hurricane Katrina. And, you know, our homes flooded and their home flooded. And when we went back to help them clean out their house, he told my dad, my grandfather told my dad, 
you know, I hid some money in a few places. So, you know, make sure you don't leave with that money just hidden there because, you know, we need to get it out. So my dad went and he spent hours and he said there was money everywhere. And of course it was flooded. So it was a little funky. So we brought it back to our house we were staying in and it was so gross. We had to wash it. So we had to wash all of this cash like Ozark style in the washing machine and had to lay it all out in the backyard. So we just looked like drug dealers and it was just the most ridiculous. Anyway, thanks for everything you guys do. Have a great one. Hey guys, it's Crystal. Okay, T-Bird would probably be really upset if I didn't call in when you guys mentioned Harry Potter. I am the biggest Harry Potter fan you would ever meet in your life. First of all, OWL stands for Ordinary Wizarding Level Examinations. It's a test they have to take at Hogwarts. And yes, there are so many virtual camps and there's in real life camps. You can't go to anything in real life right now because even wizards can catch the Rona. But anyway, if you guys ever need any Harry Potter knowledge, just ask. I'm always here. Thanks. Bye, guys. Hey, y'all. It's Stacy. So I wanted to um, jump on the Harry Potter bandwagon. I wasn't really sure I wanted to get into it, uh, but someone recommended the audiobooks to me, and oh, my gosh, totally worth it. And it's something that you can just put, rent from the library or, um, you know, check it from the library or whatever. They have all kinds of different options. But so, so good. The guy who narrates it of all the voices and the characters and you just get completely immersed and um you know so if you didn't want to invest the time in reading all of the books then audiobooks are the way to go and you will be hooked hope you all having a great day enjoy the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows it's a very mean and nasty place and i don't care how tough you are it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it you me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward.